0: The professional's choice. All right, guys, this podcast is sponsored by the Master Group. The Master Group is a Canadian HVAC supplier from coast to coast. It has been growing very, very much so over the last few years and it has exploded. The branches just keep popping up all over the place. I use Master all the time, they are the exclusive uh, rights holder to sell York parts. Uh, and I work on a lot of Yorks. If you guys follow along in my my social media videos and images and stuff, you'll probably see a lot of York units. So I use Master quite a bit, and their origins start back in like 1952. So they didn't just pop up. They've been around for a while, and they're just starting to really explode across the country. So I'm proud to say that this podcast and a few podcasts down the line are going to be sponsored by the Master Group. What's up, guys? Welcome back. Hey, listen, it's Friday night. The family just had pizza and wings. Every Friday night, the kids love their pizza, so we get them pizza every Friday night, and we get wings and stuff with it, and we just chill out, and there's no dishes after, which is the best part, right? (laughs) And Nobody likes doing dishes. Anyway, guys, so on the podcast, we have Jessie Hernandez. Now, she is a VP at her company. And she also does a lot of project management, uh, pricing, bidding, okay, so she's doing large scale projects like high rise buildings. So this is something I don't think we've really talked about is dealing with inspectors, dealing with a crew, bidding, and then having to bid correctly, right, and get everything right. if you don't if you screw up a little bit of your numbers guess what you could be in the hole but if you do it right and you're confident and you move forward with the right pricing and the the right approach to the job there's lots of money to be made because there's companies out there that do it every day so we're going to talk to jesse about this and she's going to give her take on it she's out in cali so she's going to give her take on it and we're going to get to that right now guys jesse hernandez This is the HVAC Know-It-All Podcast. I'm your host, Gary McCready. Welcome to the HVAC Know-It-All Podcast. Recorded from a basement somewhere in Toronto, Canada. Your host and HVAC tech, Gary McCready, will take you on a deep dive into the industry, discussing all things HVAC. From storytelling to technical discussion. Enjoy the show jesse how you doing
1: i'm doing good and yourself
0: i'm doing awesome uh so thank you very much first of all for getting on with me uh i know you're probably very busy and it's it's still sort of early because you're out in like cali right still early yes, for you i'm right out right? in california awesome I've and we're at
1: what 5 30 yeah
0: <laughs> yeah so you're you're like uh you're like in like are you close to like Beverly Hills? Or are you like, you live in Beverly Hills? Cause I noticed from your posts on, on Instagram, you have a lot of pictures in that particular area, right?
1: I have a lot of clients out there.
0: Okay, cool. I so I mean,
1: so I live, I live in the Valley. Gotcha. Yeah. I live near Encino. I don't know um, if you're familiar with that area, like Encino.
0: The only, the only familiarity I have with Encino is from the movie Encino Man. That's it. <laughs> oh,
1: there you go, and it's yeah. That's that's a that's where I live at. So okay, yeah, cool. Close to, mm-hmm.
0: So we're we're gonna get into kind of your background in, in, in HVAC, and you said you had clients, and I've seen pictures of you with like a, a work shirt and like gauges, and then I see pictures of you sort of dressed up. So we got to get the story of kind of what you do, what you're into. And, and I, I'm, I'm sure I've seen a picture of you standing with a, a team of technicians,
1: yes. right? That you were, that Our you were. With. So,
0: yeah. So, so what, what is exactly that you, and, and we're going to learn about you on the fly. Like I try to do with a lot of uh, guests on the podcast and, and women in the trades are, are becoming a fast and growing trend. So I'm trying to talk to as many females in the trade as possible, because I think it's fabulous that you guys are choosing or have chosen to, to take it, to take this path for yourself. So what, what are you, what are you currently doing right now w- within your, within your job, within this industry?
1: Well, I am actually a vice president at the company that I'm working at. Awesome. And yes. And thank you. So my function is pretty much, I oversee everything. And which is a very stressful job, <laughs> but it's very stressful because you have to play a lot of roles here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I um have to oversee the technician side, the, ins- the installing side, because we, we not only do uh residential, but we do commercial as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I pretty much oversee a lot of that. And then obviously I have people that are under me, which is my my managers and my project managers, my dispatch team, my technicians, my installing team for a residential, for commercial. So it's it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot going on. But um, I I mainly what I do, um, I play a lot of functions. Uh, I, I, I'm actually a project manager myself also. So I also have my certification, my project management certification. So I do that and I oversee like the projects. I have my, my superintendents, my four men in the project. So we actually, we specialize mainly my, uh, uh, we specialize more on like 80, 90 unit, uh, apartment buildings. And, you know, um, so what I do is I go make sure that everything's done correctly. I go and I go speak to the inspectors, make sure we pass inspection, which that's very hard (laughs) Could be very, 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 um, very stressful from time to time, because sometimes we don't pass because of certain codes or certain things. And we need to make sure to address that. And if it's not like I had a situation today where, um, Uh, the inspector came and because the 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 air handling unit is in the it's going to be close to the kitchen Mm -hmm. he wants me to move it to take it out i mean we pretty much already did everything there so he's he wants me to tear everything down and put it where he wants me to put it but so i had to kind of like like sit down and kind of like Like show him, look, the stamp plans. show this. And it's so I have to go back and forth with that and kind of like argue, not argue, but kind of like make them understand that, you know, it's going to cost us, it's going to be a real uh, costly, costly thing if we do that. And it's going to impact the timing on the project because with these projects, we have to pretty much, it's all about timing. It's all about timing. It's all about coordination, timing, and we need to fit. We have a deadlines to meet, so it's so that yeah, that's pretty much where I stand with with but all this, making sure it gets done in a timely manner.
0: <laughs> can't, can't you just slip him a couple hundred bucks and just tell him to go away? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wish. No, no, no. I think he was. Yeah, he he seemed very bothered today, but I could understand. He kind of. Um, I, I kind of noticed why he was bothered. Cause he was just like I'm a little upset because of the elections. I'm like, oh god, <laughs> yeah. just passed my inspection.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I that that is something that I've never really. Really touched on as uh, politics on the podcast, just because yeah, it's, like, it's, so, it's so it's so divided and, and it causes yeah, a lot I'm of like arguments. please
1: I'm like just pass my inspection that's all I care about por favor <laughs> so, um, so so we, then uh, we
0: haven't mm-hmm. can, can I can I just can I just stop you for one second um so yeah, sure. in, in, inspections is something that I haven't really talked to anybody about on the podcast okay. and, and I'm sure inspectors everywhere are different i'm sure some are more lenient some are more strict and some some codes and when you when you read it it's like black or white and then you have to you have to kind of you have to actually black or white maybe maybe not the term to use some of it is actually very gray and you have to sort of determine for yourself what it actually means in the code because people have different ideas and perceptions of what the code actually says so i mean dealing dealing with these inspectors. Is it usually a tough thing to deal with them or is it, it, is, is it something or, time... or do they try to work with you?
1: You know what? I mean, I I have a good relationship with, with with most of them, but this, I have a good relationship with the one that came today. But sometimes, I don't know, they have their their mood swings and you just got to kind of like deal with it because, you know, just go with the flow. But um, there has been times where he's been wrong and I've been like, no, the instruction manual says this and this is how it is and here it is, you know? So, and he's like, okay, show me the instruction manual. If it says it's this, then you guys can do it this way. So then I have to pretty much show him, look, it's, it's, it's showing, this is what it's showing. And he's like, okay. Or like sometimes like with the situation of today, where he wanted us to take this, um, the air handler out, I, I I had to show him the stamp plans and, and, and explain to him, look, it's here on the plans. There's nothing I can do unless you want me to go back to plan check. <laughs> and that's going to be, you know, that's going to take time, especially right now with the pandemic. <laughs> so I ha- I kind of had to like sit down with him. But yeah, sometimes it could be very complicated with the inspectors and, them passing inspection because that kind of delays a lot of things in the projects because there's like so many trades involved that if one trade like falls behind that like makes everybody fall behind. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so, so, so you're saying you have to show them the manual. So that means that you are actually going and the, the say the, the, the machines or systems you're putting into these, these buildings you're actually sitting down and learning this manual obviously you must we have, have to. to yeah you have to because if you if you have a problem with the inspector you have mm-hmm. to have a little bit of pushback with them and you have exactly. to understand that that manual back to front in order to in order to have that pushback so i mean that that's yeah. that's really that's really cool and, and commendable that you do that because there's a lot of probably there's a, probably a lot of project managers out there that don't read the manual and, mm-hmm. and just and leave it to the techs or the installers to deal with and then when they show up on site it's all about finger pointing so it seems exactly. like that seems like you, you're part of the team and, and i really like that, that that you're saying that
1: no we have to like that's the that's what i because we have we have meetings with with our, with our staff so we make sure like i give my 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 superintendents okay here's the manual. Of how you're gonna install this, you make sure to read everything. How you guys are gonna run everything? How you guys are gonna run the condensation line? How you guys are gonna run this? How you guys are gonna do this? Read. it, Make sure it's done by this book. This is your Bible. <laughs> this is your Bible. This you're gonna go by based on this. Because if something happens, I can. We're gonna fall back on this and say, "Look, you see this? It's exactly the way it's it. It's installed exactly the way." that it Mm -hmm. says here yeah so yeah
0: yeah so if if you install it as per the manual and as per code then
1: the inspectors
0: the the inspectors can't really say much and and i mean it's it sounds like maybe in some regions or areas of uh, of some countries and and towns and cities that the inspectors might not be as well educated as they should be which i think maybe causes a lot of spats and and fights and stuff like that too, do you ever come right. across that where the inspector is just more of an ego trip and is not really educated on the actual job?
1: It's happened it's happened, and I've had to go when when that happens and they they give me a correction if and I know I'm right, I have to actually go to the city and speak to, to speak to a a supervisor mm-hmm. and show them look. <laughs> this is the, the here's a the manual like and it's happened before i mean i've been doing i've been in this industry for over like m- more than a decade
0: mm-hmm.
1: say so i've been in this industry for wow i don't know about more than 15 years <laughs> yeah so i've been yeah i've been and i've dealt with so many situations where you know the inspector won't pass cuz of a certain cuz of something because, like you said cuz he's on an ego trip and cuz I'm a girl and I have to go to the city and 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 t- talk to to plan check or to to the engineering department or to the inspector or to the chief inspector it just all depends but I I I've, I've done it all <laughs> or when we have to get a modification I have to go and talk to the I've actually gone to get modifications for, um, when the inspector sometimes asks for like a dryer modification when we have to like switch it over to a five, yeah. I have to go get a modification to this, to the city. So now, I mean, that, would,
0: mm-hmm. when you have, when you have to change the plans because an inspector said, so if, if they're, if they end up being wrong, I mean, does it, does that still come out of your pocket? even though no, it's their um, mistake?
1: Well, it doesn't, since in, in these type of projects, like the, the projects that we deal with, we deal like, we're the subs. So sometimes we have to deal. There's, there's three people involved here. There's the developer, which is the owner. Mm-hmm. There's a the general, which is, you know, the general contractor, which hires us sometimes. Or sometimes we, we deal directly with the with the, the owner with the, de, with the with the developer, or um, but mainly like we have a, a couple of clients that we do deal with them directly. Okay. When that happens, then we send them a change order. And if we like, there's been times where we have to change all the dryers to a five inch. Then we have to send them a change order for, like if there's like ninety. If there's 90 units and we have to do it for each one, then we have to send them a change order for all of them. <laughs> and it's wow. happened. Yeah. It's happened where the inspector goes in is like, no, I want this change to five inch and we have to do it. I have We, we have to give it a modification, change them to a five inch and send them the change order because it's, it's not on the plant.
0: And you're talking about like a clothes dryer, like the venting? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. You, mm-hmm. five the, inch, yeah. yeah
1: the ventilation, yes.
0: Okay, cool. So when when you do high rise buildings, like are you doing the full mechanical, yeah. like like we all of, all all the ventilation, all the heating, all the cooling? If if there is heating, like do you guys actually do heating out in California where you are, or no? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yes.
1: Well, right here, I don't know. I I don't know. Uh, here, yes, we do. We do it all. The the heating, the cooling, and um, we also do. We actually do the ventilations for the. Dryer vents, the exhaust, ba- the exhaust um, for the exhaust fans for the bathrooms, and we also provide those. And we also um, for the kitchen hoods. And in some some buildings, which in some buildings we do the actual garage ventilation for the buildings as well, which we provide the fans and we run the ductwork. And we put and we we install the co2 sensors for the for the garage
0: so these are these are big projects so like how many how many how many techs or installers are on this crew that are that are undergoing these projects
1: oh well, we have we have a big crew <laughs> we have a big team and and we assign and and um th- we have a team like as I, as I stated before we have a team for for the um for the residential part, we have our technicians that do we have our technicians that do house calls and then we have our technicians that do the actual um commercial calls because we have a lot of commercial clients as well. And then we have our team, our installing team that works on the projects. then in those projects, we have our foreman, we have our superintendent, and then we have a team that also that does the CO2 sensors and the and the garage ventilation the exhaust fan part which we have to install the exhaust fans for the garages as well the fire dampers for the garages and yeah
0: yeah so. so that that's a big that's a big so i i would i would i would have a headache if i had to sit down if somebody came to me like a general or like you said the developer came to me mm-hmm. and said yeah we have this project that we have this high rise, we want you to give us a price. Like I would get a headache trying to price that, but I'm guess I'm guessing I'm after the one, you. Do, yeah. Are you the one that has to do the pricing for it?
1: I, I do the estimating. I do the estimating, and me and my partner, which is the owner, we're um we do the estimating part. So we sit, we both sit down together, and we. We have we do our calculations, and then we come up with our numbers. um what exactly I'm actually working on two right now as we speak. I'm working have, on
0: mm-hmm. sorry I was going to ask you if you had some sort of ask you if you had some sort of oh I got feedback in my own voice here. that was weird <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna, I was going to ask you if you had some sort of uh formula that you used to 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 figure these out. All right, guys, so I got my hands on the NAVAC NEF6LM, N-E-F-6-L-M, NEF for short. Now, this is their updated version of their battery-powered flaring tool. It's lighter, and the thing is quick, okay? It's the fastest flare I've ever made in my entire life. I put the pictures, like, step-by-step pictures on Instagram, um, Facebook, and on LinkedIn. So you've probably seen those if you follow along on those platforms. It's less expensive than their Generation 1 flaring tool. It's $329 at True Tech Tools. That's the U.S. price, but you save the additional 8% with promo code know-it-all. So check that thing out, guys. It's the NEF 6LM by NABAC. The Testo 300, the touchscreen analyzer, okay? It's basically an Android tablet at the same time. If you purchase it up until December 31st, you're going to get a $100 gift card with a mail-in rebate. So you purchase it, you do the mail-in rebate thing, you get the $100 gift card as a gift from Testo for making that purchase. And if you make that purchase, you're not gonna be disappointed because the thing is badass. Now, today I picked up a Yellow Jacket pick, the little pick that scrapes out the hose seals and it comes with new seals and the other end has a, a core removal tool on it. Now, I lost my last one. And as I'm doing this chiller job this week that I was working on that was a pain in the ass, I'm noticing some of my seals needed to be changed out. So you, you scrape them out with the pick. What I do is I pop a little drop of nylog inside before I put the seal back in. And I find it helps prevent the seal from drying out. Also, it, it prevents it from binding when you're twisting it against um, a fitting. And you, you look at it after, sometimes you can see it has twisted a little bit. So the nylog helps keep it lubricated and make, makes it kind of spin in place rather than bind. Is, is what I found when you pop it in. Okay, Interplay Learning, guys. Interplay Learning has a ton of different uh, virtual training videos. Just go to virtual, uh, sorry, virtual. Go to interplaylearning.com and check them out. They've also got a YouTube channel with a bunch of sample videos that you can go check out for absolutely free. Okay, but if you're interested in individually going there for training it's like 20 bucks a month and then if you're a shop owner you're a service manager something like that you can reach out to them and get it for your whole team so that's interplaylearning.com check that stuff out guys and blue on did you guys see the the video from brian johnson when he's explaining about the power bill going up 100 bucks and he's laughing it is a great story guys i posted it on my my Instagram, it's probably the easiest place to find it if you're on there because you can check out the thumbnails and find it. His big happy face is the thumbnail. So you just click on it and you get to watch Brian tell a story of some tech support stuff that he dealt with and he's having a great laugh on it. So let's get back to Jesse.
1: Yeah, yeah, of course we have, We, as I said it to you, we we have a formula that we use. Mm-hmm. Which is a secret. <laughs> ah. Which is a secret, and then we have softwares that we use as well. Um, that we have softwares that we use as well. Uh, that we also determine on that helps us with with the calculating part and with estimating. But yeah, you with these with projects, you have to be very careful on how you uh, how you budget your numbers because one mistake here is it it could be it could be tragic
0: (laughs) oh i'm sure it can. It could
1: be tragic very tragic so um so we have to pretty much like get all our numbers make sure that we're you know we're getting um find out how much all the material is going to be find out how much the equipment is going to be because there's times where there's well you know in our industry right now it's crazy you know it's Prices go up, copper goes up. It's just, especially right where, where now with equipment not being this. is Right now with the equipment, it's crazy. Like I don't know if this. And where where are where are you at? What? Um, I, I, I'm
0: in I'm in Toronto.
1: You're in Toronto. Canada. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's right now equipment is very hard to get a hold of. <laughs> I've <laughs> been this hearing this that pandemic. too.
0: Yeah, I've yeah. been hearing that here as well. Yeah.
1: It's really hard to get a hold of. So right now it's like. If we, like even with my vendors, if they were able to give me a a good price, a better price before, I mean, they they tell me, you know, I just just be happy that I'm getting you the equipment. I can't I can't really budget right now because it's it's really hard. So yeah. now it's like <laughs> it's really hard to get a hold of the, all this equipment because, as a matter of fact, I had to put an order today for um for sixty condensers. Wow! And they're like, you want to make sure you. you you know, I, I need I need some confirmation that you guys want them by this day because you know how it is and I'm like, yeah, I know. So just put it in right now. Cause this is not gonna come in till like in a month. So it's really hard right now with the equipment part. So especially right now you gotta be really careful on how to how you budget your your equipment because that's like a crucial part. Mm-hmm. The um the the lead times as well. On, on the equipment, because sometimes they only give you the, as you know, they only give you the prices for like 90 days. That's right. And for 90 days. So it's like, you kind of have to like give a little, a, a little allowance space for that, for the, for this the copper, the metal and all that. You never know if it's going to go up or not. So.
0: Yeah. I was going to say take- that. I was
1: mm-hmm. going to say
0: like, I, I mean, for me anyway, I, I, I price smaller jobs that that I'm doing myself. It's just service jobs that might be a day or maybe even two hours, but may, they might be three days or whatever. But then mm-hmm. then uh, then I'll get I'll get pricing from a supplier and I'll go buy it and then I'll look at the the invoice or the packing slip and it's like for a two hundred dollar part it's now two hundred and fifty dollars and I'm like guys you quoted me two hundred bucks and they're like well the price has changed and the the quote's old yeah. so this is the price now but imagine if that happened times a hundred or 200, I mean, that's going to really throw a a wrench into your, into your plan. So yeah, I can, I totally understand where you're coming from.
1: Yeah. You have to put that allowance. Um, I actually, I I know someone, I'm not going to say who, because he's a person that I I, I care about dearly, which is a mentor of mine, (laughs) but he, uh, some, he has a formula too, but sometimes, sometimes when because we want to get that job we'll go he will go a little bit lower and it's like you can't because sometimes i know like people i know people want the job but it's like if you go low it's like don't even get it don't just let it go because you're gonna lose
0: you're gonna lose your shirt yeah
1: you're going to lose. And it's like, especially like, I've seen people going bankrupt on on big projects like this. You know, you, that's why I'm like, people got the numbers are very crucial. You, you, people have to really know how to budget their numbers, have to put the, you need to put that allowance in there if, in case something does go up. You have that, that allowance there to like back it up.
0: Yeah. And yeah. You're
1: so so I know, they, I
0: know, they, I know of one. I know, and, and you got to be careful with that because I know of one construction company. They, they they're they're a construction company. They don't do HVAC, but they do. I think they're they're probably like a general. But mm-hmm. I I know this particular company uh, has had money problems, and I know some of the owners have had bullet holes in their garage because they they owe they owe trades across the city tons and tons and tons of money because they have gone and probably made mistakes in some of their bidding and, and fell short and now they can't pay other people and it's turned into something messy. I'll, I'll never mention the name, but I've, I've just heard rumors and actually there's been articles in the, in the paper and stuff like that about this one particular company. And it's probably happening to more, but this is the one that I've heard about constantly and over the last year or so. So, I mean, it can, it can happen really quick if you're not careful. So I'm glad you, I'm glad you guys have a secret formula to, to help you out with that.
1: Yeah, you have to, you have to like, give yourself that allowance. Like, okay. I mean, there's a lot of competition out there and and like, like this is the way I see it. If it was meant for me, it's going to be for me. I I mean, there's, there's room for everybody here.
0: Yeah.
1: There's room for all of us to make money, but I'm not going to low budget myself just to get the job. And then I'm going to be stressing out Mm -hmm. and then I'm not going to be able to perform the job adequately and happy and then then it, and that's where the problem starts so you know um a lot of people really low budget their their numbers to get the job and then next thing you know it or they'll try to change order it like try to look for all these change orders and i've had customers believe me where i've i, I give them my numbers and they're like you know what we're gonna go with this person and next thing you know they're calling me hey jesse um can you come finish this job? <laughs> I'm like, what happened? Yeah. the, the <laughs> You know what the guy, um, yeah, he didn't finish the job. So I had to fire him. I'm like, well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. So, you know, and, and that's, that's uh, why people always call us because we're very, you know, when it comes down to our projects, we, we go from start to finish. We finish it till the end and we don't leave any, 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 uh, any projects behind or we don't leave projects, you know, like other, I I've heard of, I've heard of a couple of contractors or in the trade that just leave the projects like that and just, it just vanish. So yeah, that's, thank God that we've never experienced that, but it
0: happens everywhere
1: it happens everywhere. Um, Unfortunately it does, but that's the way I see it. Like people ask me and even with my resident, like I, like there's certain customers that will call me for residential and you know, I do, I sell some residential. I do. And I actually had a client and I'm going to tell you the story. I had a client which he, I sold him a I think it was a 3.510 rooftop unit, package unit. It was a residential client. And we actually got this, um, uh, it's like a community, an HOA. So the client called me and he's like, look, I have all these options. I'm like, okay. And he's like, I don't know if I want to go with you. I want to go with this one. I want to go with that one. But this brand, they told me that this, can you give me this brand? And I'm like, I'm not going to use that brand. They're like, well, I want this brand. I'm like, okay, then he's like, oh, and he's giving me a better price. This and that. Why should I go with you? I'm like, look, this is what I told him. I think you should think about it. You should really think about it because in the end of the day, you're you're making a big investment. And this is going to cost you money. And I want to make sure that you're going to be comfortable with whoever you're going to choose. Even if you choose me or if you choose that company, just think it through. Think things through. All I can tell you on my end, like whatever, whatever brand you decide to use, it's not the brand. It's who installs it. It's the whole system
0: mm-hmm.
1: because you could have a carrier unit, but I'm sorry to say this and I'm going to say it, the, the but you could have. The worst installers install this this system, th- your ductwork, everything. And if they do it a horrible job, that carrier unit is not gonna is not gonna run properly.
0: Oh, of course, one hundred percent.
1: The static pressure is not gonna be proper. This unit's lifetime is not gonna is not gonna last long. So I'm gonna tell you this: even if I install a a whatever brand. But I can tell you, my guys know what they're doing. My guys know my guys know how to run the duct work. They they know how to do everything. So I can honestly tell you that you're gonna be happy with your job. You're gonna be happy with your air conditioning, and you're gonna have that peace of mind. And that's what I can offer you. But I'm not gonna lower my price because this this is this is my price. This is the best price I can give you. You think about it, you call me back if you wanna, if you don't want to come, if you don't want to do it with me, I totally understand. But this is what I can give you is peace of mind. So the guy calls me and he's like, you know what? I thought things through and I think I'm gonna go with you. I'm like, well, think it through. I don't wanna I don't wanna rush you into he's like, I think you know why I want to give it to you. He's like, why? He's like because you didn't pressure me. It's like the guy keeps calling, the other guy keeps calling and calling and calling, and I'm like. Well, you decide what you want to do. So he ended up doing it with me. And then he's like so happy now. He's like, oh, my God, I'm so happy with my air conditioning. Dah, dah, dah. Your staff is so nice. So it's like I think, you know, that's that's my that's part of my sales technique that I've used mm-hmm. where I don't you know, I don't I try not to pressure my clients, even with my even with my big clients. When I'm, I'm, I'm about to sell a million dollar project to them, I even tell them, look, if you want to give it to that other guy, you think about it, but just know that I've been with you. I, I've even covered your warranties when you're out of warranty. And that's something money can't buy. So if you want to give the guy another shot, go for it. Think about and you,
0: it. You, you, you know, about, about, about basically calling his bluff is, is what you did because you you pre- you didn't put pressure on him but you said this is what we can do for you and i'm not yeah. lowering my price that that shows that that guy that you're 100 percent confident in your abilities to put the correct people on the the job to put the correct unit in and to make it run properly it just it shows confidence um and the fact that you're willing to back away if he said no also also shows that I don't really need your business to survive, right? So if if you say yes, we will 100% do it. Um, If you say no, then it's it's okay. So I, I think I think it just shows incredible confidence that you would say that to somebody, and I think they sense that confidence, right? And and that's yeah. Where I, I mean, to come.
1: I think honestly, you know, it's it, it, it's a saying that I have, and, and believe me, it's like it's a saying that I have about sales. And this is something that I learned in sales because I actually I'm, I actually have an MBA. That's what that's what I majored in, and um, so something that I learned is a customer is like a girl. If a guy per, like is pursuing the girl and just being so insisting, mm-hmm. the girl's gonna she's gonna like back away. Yeah, but if a guy gives that girl her space the girl's going to be more interested in the guy. So a a girl's like a client, you know, you have to kind of give that girl the space or that client, the space to think about it and not be, cause when you show that you're desperate, it's like, it's not a good thing. It really isn't because well, that's, it shows. That's
0: the same both. That's the same both ways though. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: You know, it. I mean, I think that, um, like you said, you, they need to see that you're confident about and that you're sure about what you do.
0: Yeah. hundred percent.
1: And that's, and, and, and there's been times where clients will say, you know what? Um, no, I'm going to go with X or Y company. I'm like, okay, you know, what? I truly wish you the best. Um, that's fine. No problem. And I've let clients go. I've let clients go. And it's like, if it was meant for me, it was, and it wasn't, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't meant for me. And, mm-hmm. I, it's happened, but, you know, we can't win them all. <laughs> awesome.
0: No, no, you can't. Um, so something that I would like to talk to you about uh, mm-hmm. is, is le- leading up to all of this and you're a VP and you're taking care of all of these big projects and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So where did you get the start? Like, where did you get the start within the company? Did you, st- did you, did you, were you out of a, a truck working as an installer or a tech ever or no. was it just No, like no, 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 all- no. No? So, okay. no. Okay.
1: So I actually started because, um, I came in, uh, as, as I came in as, um, as an accountant, uh, because there was a lot of, uh, innormalities in the company. So I came as an accountant and I started doing auditing in the books and all that. So I ended up, um, coming in that way, but yeah, previously my, 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 my background my career was not had nothing to do with air conditioning Uh, so i came in like that and um and then as as i started as i started working in this company i um i started liking it because it was something very different to what i was used to so um Mm -hmm. so then i just you know i i i started a what more than fifteen years ago, and I'm still here. And then I started, you know, learning about the trade, reading up about about the trade, taking courses. I have all my um all my certifications, and like I said, I'm 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 also like project management. Um, and I'm actually I went to air conditioning school too. So I I really love this trade. I, I because it's the thing about this trade. It's like th- there's always something new. There's, there's just so many, so much to learn from, you know? So, um, and that's, that's what fascinates me about this trade. You know, it's, you know, there's always something new. It's like right now I'm actually learning about the inverter systems, the, um, for the, the, the new systems that are coming out. So it's just, it's, it's a lot of things. It's a lot of nice things, you know, going on. And it's like, you know, it, there's, there's always something new coming out. So that's why I decided always, to stick yeah. to the trade. It's, 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 it's not a boring trade. It's, it's a very, I don't know. It's you, you it's, it's a very fun trade.
0: <laughs> no, it is. And there's a lot of characters in the trade too. I, I'm there sure is. you find that a lot of the, the installers and techs that you're working with, just, yeah. they're, they're, there's a bunch of characters within the bunch, right?
1: Yeah, it, there is. So like I said, there's always something new coming out. Like, and I, I I love to read up on it, learn about it. So that's you know, and that's how I've been. I um as as I grew in the trade, I learned more and more and more and more, and well, here I am, a VP <laughs> in this nice. company. So what
0: is the and, what is the what is the future hold for you then? If if you're the VP now, in five years from now, is is there something else that you're you're striving to do? like maybe own your own company or no
1: probably probably partner which is it's it's gonna it's gonna happen soon um so so yeah i'm partner and maybe maybe who knows maybe in the future probably go own own an an air conditioning company but right now i mean the way i see things probably become a partner soon that's what's what's projecting right now.
0: Very cool. It almost sounds like you're uh, working in a law firm. You're trying to be partner. <laughs>
1: yeah, that, you is, every, actually, yeah, you know what? Anytime you watch
0: those, those those law those law shows, everybody's striving to be partner, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that in life, you just gotta you gotta be um, you gotta just. Life's a blessing as it is, so you gotta just strive for more, you know, and be hungry in a good way, you know, in a positive way where you you want more and you want you want to be more in life. So, yeah, I mean, who I, that's the way I think, and I've I've grown so much in this company, I've learned so much in this company. So, honestly, like I plan to stay in the, in this trade, and. Yeah. And become partner and, you know, learn more, learn more, expand more. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of projects coming up, a lot of new ideas coming up. So I'm excited.
0: (laughs) Very cool. So the reason I asked you if you were ever a tech is because on your Instagram, there's a picture of you holding, there's a set of gauges over your shoulder.
1: I've I've done, I've done that. There was, there was a, And there was a point in my, like, like a point, a stage in my life where I was going out and I was being a tech. Okay. So there, there was a point.
0: How did you enjoy that?
1: It's fun. It's very fun. It's, um, I like it. It's, it could be frustrating sometimes, but
0: I think that, I think that it's fun. Oh yeah, Uh you don't. You have to tell me. You have to tell me. It can be frustrating, but I, I think (laughs) that especially when you can't figure out why the,
1: yeah, yeah, I, I think it's
0: super important. I think it's, I think it's super important for anybody that's in any type of management within a, a company like this to to get on the boot to to strap on the boots at some point and go into the yeah. field to see what the installers and the techs are actually up against because it just makes you more aware of of the situations and it helps you i think handle the situations more because now you have empathy you understand um, mm-hmm. The frustrations, you understand the emotions and stuff when things get heated out in the field, and you can deal with it better because you understand, because you you've actually spent some time there and you've seen firsthand the frustrations that these installers and techs can. Yeah, have.
1: like before I wouldn't understand, I wouldn't understand. Um, once I I I because there was yeah there was a summer where it's like I'm like. I went out with 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 the team. Now I understand. Like after that, I, I I understand more why the frustration and why they would be upset, because it's like a lot of things combined together. It's the the frustration when they're there in front of the unit, the heat of the heat as the, the heat as it is when it's hot. It's like it's it, it's like. It's like frustrating. And then you're like trying to figure out why it why isn't this unit running? And you're you're over here trying to find solutions of trying to, like for example if a compressor is not running. Like I had the, we had the situation where a compressor wasn't running and we tried to like um install a booster to see if it would run and like it was then it started running and then it just just went just went bad and it's like we try to make it run and then we were just trying to play with it no nope, wouldn't work so it's like compressors out and so it's like sometimes like I like I see the frustration <laughs> I saw the frustration like why 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 isn't this working and then you have the client all mad like you told me it was gonna work it is like yeah, it's a combination of things. So I've seen it. <laughs> cool. So, so yeah. I, I now I understand. I I, I understand the text and and when when they have all these calls, like ten calls, and and they have they, they want you know the clients want them to fix their air conditioning then, like that second, and then when they can't, it's like they get obviously the client gets mad and then they had the text have to deal with that so it's yeah it's pretty frustrating <laughs> so i understand now why they why they're in bad moods
0: yeah yeah for sure i i <laughs> i can understand it too cuz i live it daily so yeah. on 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 closing here if if mm-hmm. somebody i want to i want to get sort of your advice for uh-huh. somebody that is in the field um, starting to to move up the ladder if they want to get to a position where maybe maybe they don't want to be on the tools anymore they've spent 20 years on the tools or maybe <laughs> maybe 10 15 who knows right they they want to they kind of want to move up um or, or move into a different position like, like yourself, where you're a VP or somebody is a project manager, what sort of advice would you give them if they want to sort of transition off the tools and get into this sort of role where they're going out meeting with clients, pricing jobs, um, and dealing with, inspe- I know, I know it's a headache sometimes, but some people actually like that part of it. So what sort of advice would you have for somebody that wants to do this?
1: You need to take a very good, uh, uh sales school, uh, sales course for that. Get certified with that. You have mm-hmm. to take a good a good one. Now if you're gonna go into into the essay meaning part, like you have to learn how to read plans. So take a blueprint course. <laughs> that would be that would be you know to start or if you're gonna even if you're gonna be in the project management field, you have to take a blue a blueprint course of how to read plans which I have one, I've taken several already. Um, So that you have to look into that. And obviously if you're going to become a project manager, you have to look into taking uh, a project management, get get certified being a project manager. So um, that's, if you want to go into the project management um, field, if you, If a person wants to become a salesperson, I mean, they, they just have to, they have to be very good with their, with their, um, with their sales skills and take a very good uh, sales course that, um, you know, that's what my, my recommendation would be. I mean, because. can
0: Can you recommend a sales course that, that maybe is a good one that somebody can take?
1: You know what? I actually, I don't know if you've heard of NCI.
0: NCI? No, I haven't.
1: There's actually uh, – um, I took a couple there, and I can honestly tell you their courses are really good. Uh, it's NCI University. It's, it's called NCI. Actually, they is have it, a lot of good courses as it is.
0: Is it online, but, or do you have to go physically to, to the, the actual uh,
1: – Right now, because of COVID, it is online. But um, they, they actually have other types of courses, which, I mean, you can, like anybody can look into – And, um, but I would recommend that one. That one's a really good one. And then I have another one, which I have to, I would have to dig into my, to my portfolio. I can actually send you, um, the information on that one, but yeah, take some goods. You need to take a person that wants to get into sales has to take some really good sales courses to, um, to escalate to that. So that way, wherever they're working, they can see like, okay, they're serious about this. Now you want to get into, like I said, you want to get into the project management part. Um, yeah, like going to project management school and also, you know, take a blueprint course. That That's like very important, taking a blueprint course and learning how to read the plans. Because in, in a project, you have to, if you're going to be doing that, you have to know how to read the plans. So Yeah, 100% yeah. agree. Mm-hmm.
0: Awesome. Okay. Well, J- Jesse, thank you very much for your time. Uh, that was very Marsh, insightful. Thank you. V- very, thank inci- you. very insightful with, the, um, with sort of how a project is run, dealing with inspectors, um, how you got to get your numbers right and how you should have confidence, just to summarize everything. So that was, that was pretty insightful. And I hope the audience listening is, is going to take away something and, and learn something from that because I definitely did. So thank you very much.
1: No, well, thank you. Thank you. It was a, it was a pleasure as well.
0: All right, guys, so Jessie has revealed quite a bit. She never revealed her secrets to how she bids and how she prices jobs, but she was very forthcoming on this podcast about her day-to-day, how she deals with inspectors, how she deals with the crew, how she gets deep and dirty into the manuals so she knows what she's talking about when she goes out and has to deal with the inspectors. And that's highly commendable for a project manager or a VP of a company to understand and know the manuals of the equipment they're installing. That doesn't happen everywhere. There's a lot of project managers out there that point fingers when things go wrong and don't take accountability. That shows me accountability. And that shows me that she really cares about what she's doing. So thank you, Jesse. I really appreciate getting on the podcast, taking the time with us as you did. And listen, project management just like anything else in this trade can be stressful everything has its has its quirks has its downfalls and has its positives right so every job is needed in this industry from sales to techs to apprentices to dispatch to, to counter people to inside sales at your your supplier your local supplier that you go to all of these jobs are required in order for the hvac world to keep flowing in and out daily Okay, so thank you, Jesse. I appreciate it, guys. And again, thank you to Master Group for sponsoring the podcast. Love it. I'm out. Happy HVACing. Hope you enjoyed the show. Follow HVAC Know It All on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, LinkedIn, and anywhere else Gary feels like popping up. This has been a Two Smokes and a Coffee production.